Happy New Year, everyone. Amazing. <laughs> With today being the very first Monday of 2021, I just wanted to drop in with a very short and straight to the point episode. This is the time of year we tend to see a lot of New Year's resolutions and especially I feel like this time around, I think collectively we just feel renewed. Nothing has really changed, but I think we're finding enjoyment in saying that we're in a different year. Though I personally decide to not set New Year's resolutions or expectations for myself, I still do agree that the beginning of the year is a great time to refocus. So I've decided to sit here today and really reground myself with several main mindset habits that have encouraged me to learn and evolve. These are habits that I've tried my best to implement as often as possible, and they are definitely habits that I will carry into my 2021. Number one, eliminate the displacement fantasies because now is the only place we'll ever be. I first heard the term displacement fantasy from Amy Lee on YouTube. I swear every episode I'll probably drop one of my favorite self-development YouTube creators because they deserve all the credit. But yes, displacement fantasy. She also coins the term destination anxiety. Before hearing this from her, I had no idea that there was a term for this concept, this idea that we have a tendency to over-romanticize our futures so much so that it distracts from the now in a very toxic way. It's an if-then statement that usually results in satisfaction, contentment, happiness, like saying, if I buy this car, these shoes, if I move here, if I lose the 10 pounds, if I look or appear a certain way, then I will be happy, then I will be satisfied. The first time I heard this, it was very much needed. I was very goal-oriented and outcome-focused, so I really needed this as a wake-up call. This fantasy kind of convinces us that hardship somehow doesn't exist on the other side, that once we reach that point, problems just aren't a thing anymore and the example that she uses in the video is pretty good too she mentions how a single person can say i'm single i hate it here i have single person problems and then they finally get into a relationship and once they're in that relationship yes you could say that your single person problems are gone but now you have relationship problems and the example sounds very pessimistic. It's not to say that problems are everywhere, but she just tries to make the point that we will always find something to nitpick at. The sooner that we get into the habit of realizing that life is happening right now, not in the future, we can realize how much joy can be in our lives if we allow it to and if we welcome it to. I'm not saying that I believe it's bad to be goal-oriented at all. Aspirations are what give us drive. What sets displacement fantasy apart is that it puts us in this constant chasing game of wanting more and more and more, 
but not knowing exactly what you're after. She also says this quote, no matter how far you travel, you can never get away from yourself, from Haruki Murakami. I begin to wonder, what about these destinations are so captivating to us? I ask myself, is there something in my life currently that is distracting me from mindful living? And if so, what can I do to fix that? Number two, mind your own business, main character energy only. I don't say main character energy in a narcissistic way. I say it because you really need to be your own number one fan. At the end of the day, the only person responsible for you is you. And you can't depend on external validation to hype you up. You have to hype yourself up. And when I say mind your own business, do not use other people's timelines to measure your own life. Comparison will help you dig a hole for yourself and it's not a fun place to be in. I used to compare myself to others consistently in all departments of my life. Physical looks, academic achievement, creative pursuits, everything. And a main example of the enabler is the obvious social media. It's a place that will give you the external validation you crave or the complete opposite. Personally, I stopped investing so much of my time in being curious about other people's lives a very long time ago. And I highly recommend doing the same if you don't already. And I don't mean that in like, I don't care about others. I'm strictly talking about social media right now. Okay, disclaimer. Just social media. I talk about this with my friends all the time, so it sounds really redundant or feels really redundant. But yes, I have Instagram. I have the platforms. I just don't care for them. I think it's a really fun place to share pictures and create connections and meet people that you, I guess, wouldn't have met otherwise. But I think the last time that I ever thought of it as more than that was in high school, a time where I definitely compared myself to others and invested so much time in worrying about other people's lives whereas nowadays like the thought of that just seems like a waste of time and it's just is so weird to me that people allow social media to give them you know to make them feel like crap about themselves where it really shouldn't my best friends and i always laugh about this how when people ask us oh my god like did you see what they posted that's so crazy it's so weird or they try to gossip about something someone posted and we always respond with no i haven't seen it i i just don't i don't know what's going on and we laugh about it all the time because like is that something people still do Do people still talk about what people post on social media and try to make fun of others? It's a genuine question. I just want to know because every time people try to say that to me now, I'm just kind of like, cool, like they're living their lives. Good for them, you know? Also, that is none of my business. It's not my place to gossip about someone's life that they choose to share on social media. That's not my, it, not for me, could not be me. Moving on, I am like trying to verbalize this more thoroughly and it's just not coming out. So next. So with anything you do beyond the bubble of social media, I'm talking about in general life now, like I said, there's not enough time to wait on external validation to feel encouraged. You move how you want to move and people will always have an opinion, but their opinions are not your responsibility. I try to consistently remain confident in the way I move in my life so that if compliments or negative opinions are thrown my way, it doesn't change anything. As long as I know where I stand, that's all that really matters. 
For example, after reflecting on a lot of the positive feedback that I got from my first episode, I noticed a lot of us can relate on wanting or feeling the need to pursue our passions but not knowing where to start or being nervous about what other people might think. And my common response to that was, if you were to do something completely unbothered, you're not hurting anyone else, you're just doing what makes you happy, whether that be YouTube, music, content, anything, and someone looks at you and they have the time to say something to try to make you feel bad about yourself, their insecurity is not your responsibility. We all understand that when someone is content, fulfilled with their life, participating in things that make them happy, they won't have the time to judge someone for feeling the same way. People that are secure enough with themselves can understand that there's enough room for everyone to succeed in their own ways. Success is not a zero-sum game, meaning your success does not need to be at the expense of someone else's. It's usually said that whatever people point out and criticize about you is a direct reflection of how they value themselves. So remember, if someone tries to bring you down to their level of negativity just for doing something that makes you happy, especially for doing something that has nothing to do with them, don't feed into what they have to say, but try your best to reframe the situation and have empathy for them because maybe that person is insecure is envious, is still trying to figure out what they need in their life to give them that fulfillment. Just keep minding your own business. It's so much easier to mind your business than it is to be mean. It literally takes so much more energy to go out of your way to say something mean. So please, use that energy to mend your insecurities. Number three, correct self-entitlement where it is not indicated. I like this one. It's very self-explanatory. I'm definitely guilty of sitting around and sort of waiting for things to happen on their own. And the older I get, the more I realize and I learn that life really doesn't work that way. Is anyone surprised? (laughs) This one really is just a self-reminder to be real with myself and stop playing the victim. I can't complain about anything if my actions don't align with the change I want to see. I can't cry about a grade on a test if I didn't study for it. What you want is yours if you go out of your way to take it. That brings me to the last point here. Number four, go out of your way to admit that you don't know. Make the effort to fill in the blanks. I say this because one of the most valuable skills is to understand how to learn. I remember a conversation from a while back that my Kuya and I had. I could not remember when, but I know it was a, during a conversation between my brother and I. We were talking about how the smartest person in the room is the person who can see from all sides of the argument, discussion, whatever it is. We've all had that friend or met a person who refused to let themselves be wrong. For me, personally, one of the biggest turnoffs to me in a person is someone who is afraid to admit that they don't know or that they only accept being told that they're right there is so much ignorance in that it is okay to ask for help it's okay to say that we don't know and we can't approach life assuming we're experts in anything because there's always something more to learn i admire people who are firm in their beliefs and opinions but are also welcoming to those of others more so eager to learn from others that's who i'm actively striving to be as a lifelong learner As we enter this new year, let's encourage each other to explore new mindsets and adopt new habits that challenge us. Again, 
Here are my four that I will continue to carry with me. Eliminate the displacement fantasies, mind my business, correct self-entitlement, and learn beyond my comfort zone. I had fun recording this one. It was short and sweet. I chatted with many of you very nice, friendly people after the first episode, and I learned so much, and I had so much fun exchanging thoughts, and it really got me excited to have this ongoing conversation. So this week, I'm curious, what are your main mindset habits? Do you have specific goals for 2021? Are you someone that likes to make New Year's resolutions? And if so, what are they? At all.intentional on Instagram, again, let me know. I have so much to learn from you. Also, the next time that I'll be here, I'm going to have my first guest, one of my two best friends, Ariel or Felicity. Aaron Fru, if you're listening right now, it'll be one of you guys. I don't know which one, but if anyone has questions about friendship or something, let me know. All right. Thank you. Happy first Monday. You're going to have a great week.